If you're looking for industry insider knowledge or seeking advice on the hottest prospects and rookies, if your goal is a better return on investment, these next 30 minutes will not help with any of that. We're going to talk cards. We're going to talk about life. We're going to share some laughs. And we're most definitely going to wax nostalgic. Coming to you from the Why I Collect Studios in the Rod Carew Man Cave, deep in the bowels of the EN Sports Cards Estate, in the heart of Louisville, Kentucky. Broadcasting around the world. So put that junk wax binder down and your headphones on. You're listening to the People Over Cards podcast with your host, Che. A Heart of the Hobby production. Welcome, my friends. I'm your host, Che, from ensportscards.com, and you're listening to the People Over Cards podcast. Happy Monday. It's July 10th, 2023, and welcome to episode 8 of People Over Cards. My guest today doesn't have 40,000 social media followers, and she doesn't write for a national publication. But for me, she is most definitely my biggest hobby influencer. She's also undoubtedly the single biggest fan of this podcast. I'm so excited for you to get to hear her story of how she came to love this hobby. And when we're done, I think you'll agree that her love of the hobby is truly centered in people over cards. It gives me great pleasure to introduce today's guest, Jen Pointer. Jen, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm doing well. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Um, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. So I know without a doubt that you've listened uh, to every episode. So I know you know how this works. So I'm just going to jump right in. And I'm going to hit you with the rapid fire. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. Number one, who is your favorite athlete ever? <laughs> you, you know that one. It's it's Yadier Molina for sure. Yeah, I knew the answer to that one 100%. <laughs> um, <laughs> number two, what is your favorite stadium you've ever watched a live sporting event in? You know, as much as I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan and I love my St. Louis Cardinals. I still think it's actually PNC is my favorite place to actually go and visit and be there for a game. I am jealous of that answer because that is atop my bucket list of stadiums that I want to visit. I've never been to PNC and I would love to get there someday soon. So um, a very, very understandable answer. So, but you just gave, as part of that answer, uh, some insight into why I'm going to ask question number three. And question number three is, fast forward to late 2023 or early 2024, you can only choose one of these to happen. So what are you taking? A St. Louis Cardinals World Series win 
or a Pittsburgh Steelers Super Bowl win? Uh, you know, so I was actually in St. Louis for the last World Series win. Not inside the stadium, but right outside the stadium. Uh, so I'm going to have to go Super Bowl. Um, would love to see that. Have not seen it in my time as a Steelers fan. I'm going to have no comment on either of those answers. So, uh, now, question number four kind of circles back to question number one. You told us who your favorite athlete of all time is, and you said that is Yadier Molina. I know you are now engaged to a wonderful, wonderful man, but I've heard you say before that if Yadier Molina came calling for a date, all bets are off. So is that still the case? Well. You see, what happened was, uh, I, I don't think Everly would allow that at this point. Uh, okay. So, she's a pretty big fan of Daddy. All right, so that has changed. All right, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. All right. Well, thank you for doing that. Uh, I know it's silly, but but I love to do it. So I appreciate you being a very good sport during that. So um, I'm going to roll right into it because you know how this works. And you know what the first question is going to be, because you have listened to every episode, probably more than anyone out there. Um, so can you tell us your hobby origin story? I know yours is different than anyone who I've had so far. Uh, so I would love for the audience to hear how you came to be a member of this community that we call the hobby. Yeah, uh, it is definitely by far different than anyone else's. And uh, I, I love to actually tease you that it was an accidental click. Um, I was actually sitting in a, a Walmart parking lot in southern Indiana one night. And uh, I meant to click on YouTube TV because I was just sitting in the car waiting. And I accidentally clicked on YouTube instead and uh, you and Chris happened to be doing a show, which I had heard about before. I think I followed it, but hadn't really watched any of them or listened and uh, accidentally clicked on it. But when I joined, you guys were uh, talking about his Polar Plunge fundraiser um, that he was doing for Special Olympics. Special Olympics has a, a really special place in my heart. I have a brother that has special needs, and lives in a group home. Um, I've got a nephew uh, that's 11 years old who is in a wheelchair, and he's nonverbal. And I actually have a master's degree in special education. And so as I started listening to that, though I was wanting to watch TV instead, um, I, I, I kind of got listening to it. And uh, if Chris raised a certain amount of money, uh, he was, he was going to be getting a tattoo and I was like, all right, I'm in it for tattoos, if nothing else. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to click, I'm going to donate. And I, I donated. Well, that kind of got me going and, and starting to, to watch the two of you guys and, and you and Tom and, and your show. And, um, you know, it, it was about that same time. I also was going through some pretty big life changes, um, I had been with my previous employer for eight years. If you asked me what I was going to do when I grew up, it was going to be I was going to retire from that employer and post-COVID. Uh, 
that wasn't an option anymore. And uh, I, I had been married for 10 years and um, that was at its final stages, though I wasn't in, entirely aware of that at that exact moment. But um, it, it was almost a release for me to, to, to get onto Twitter, um, which I had an account before, never used it other than to follow Steeler stuff. Um, but I, I started listening and, and listening to you guys talk and hearing the, the rack of the day, um, starting to follow Hecker and um, just seeing the, the good and the positivity. And it's like, man, I need to surround myself with this positivity. So started getting a little bit more involved, love seeing the fundraisers. And then I, I started dabbling a little bit more into uh, starting to collect some cards. Um, obviously, I, I had my Yachty or Molina cards that I loved. Picked up some Steelers cards along the way. Um, but at that point in my life, as I mentioned, I, I did go through a divorce. And uh, it's kind of a, a period where I moved out of my house. I really didn't take anything with me. Um and with the job situation, I did get a new job. I love that job, but I, I didn't feel like I had a lot of control in other areas. Um, and if anybody knows me well, I love auctions um, to a fault. I'll get too competitive for my own good at times. But there was a local auction where I had moved to back in my hometown. They would, It was an online auction, but they would always have like 80s, 90s cards just whatever um and so I started getting some of those and I would find myself coming home from my new job in the evenings and I would sit on the floor and I would sort those cards by teams and maybe it's my OCD but it was something I could control and I could stack them neatly and I can have them by teams or, you know, whatever. Um, but it, it, it was that little outlet of control I had. So between the positivity of the people and the giving, um, the random acts of kindness, that drew me in and the cards kind of kept me. <laughs> um, and so it, it's obviously since then, you know, you and I have um, definitely... Uh, come together through through that I mean I I've joked about it several times but our relationship really grew out of me kind of getting more familiar with the hobby and now it's definitely something that that we share um so yeah I, I'm a lifer now <laughs> <laughs> well you know I love that story and so if you're listening you know there's a few dozen of you who are who are listening right now who who knew the story to begin with but if you've just happened across us or you know if, if you're new to this podcast and you don't know um Jen is my fiance and we we've known each other for for years and years and we used to work together and but that accidental click, uh, she had, you know, I had told her um, that I was doing this, these YouTube shows and, you know, out of friendship, she gave me the customary, you know, okay, I'll follow to get your numbers up. But, you know, she had never watched or never listened. Uh, but that accidental click that night um, and then her seeing Chris and I talk and what we were talking about, um, that one click truly, 
truly changed the, the course of the rest of our lives <laughs> for sure. So, um, you know, baseball cards kind of, um, brought two really good friends together with, with something in common at a time that both of them, uh, needed each other and were able to see each other in a different way. So I, I'll be forever grateful for to this hobby for, for that alone. So, uh, well, you know, so that was, that was a couple of years ago. Um, so now having been in the hobby a couple of years, you said you, you spent some time at those auctions and I remember you getting so excited to get those new cards every week from the auctions. Um, what is the, now that you look back at your collection, what are some of the, I know you collect more than cards, you collect memorabilia as well. Um, what are some of your favorite items that you've picked up, uh, in these last couple of years that, that are just near and dear to you now? Um, I, I love my collection. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of that, uh, Troy Palomalu helmet <laughs> sitting to your left right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely a big fan of that. I actually picked that up at a, an event that my, my previous employer, we were doing video, um, for an event for now Shaquille Leonard uh, with the Colts. Uh, he was doing a, a fundraiser and picked that helmet up from that event. So that one I, I really enjoy. Um, but honestly, some of the favorite things that I have in my household are some of the things that I've been able to pick up for you because I know that you like them. Um, and... I would say probably right now, I would have to say the the favorite thing I have is the your Father's Day gift. <laughs> um, I you know it it's it, it's kind of that all encompassing story. Um, you know it, it's not one particular piece for me. It's not my PC, but it tells your story, and, and I I love putting that together. Was exciting for me. Well, I'll tell you what it. it... That was the best gift that I've ever received. And, and if you're listening to this, go back and listen to my prologue episode where I tell my hobby origin story of how I was seven years old and I walked to this little corner grocery store in Danville, Kentucky. And I won't go rehash the whole story because you can hear it on the prologue. Uh, but long story short, that was my first experience with cards. I was seven. It was 1981. And I would go to the store with my loose change and I would buy some gum and some soda and a pack of cards. And I would sit on the front steps of that old country store and drink the soda and chew the gum and open the cards before I even got home. So this year uh, for Father's Day, Jen took my two sons and then our daughter, uh, drove two hours each way to that country store and took a picture of all three of them sitting on the front steps with some big league chew and some grape soda and Cincinnati Reds hats on and had it printed um, just enormous, this enormous canvas that is now hanging um, in the Rod Crew man cave. And then she did a shadow box where she, she got loose change from 1981 and earlier and put that in the shadow box and had a knee high grape soda lid and a pack of big league chew and a pack of 1981 tops and a photo of that store and did them all in this shadow box really, really nicely and gave me that, uh, along with the huge canvas of my kids 
sitting on those same steps that I sat on um, 40 some years ago now. And then, um, you know, in, in the story I wrote about that, I, I, I said neither the, the pop or the gum or the card stood a chance uh, of making it past those steps. And she did a little wooden sign where it was hand painted that quote. So now in, in the man cave down here, when you walk down the steps, the first thing you see is that photo of my kids sitting on those steps. And right beside of it is that that wooden placard with that hand painted quote. And then that shadow box she did um, just the amount of detail and the amount of love uh, that went into that gift. Um, I cried. I mean, I, I will tell you, uh, she got me. She got me right in the feels on that one. So uh, thank you so much for that gift. And uh, I, it, it's just amazing. If, if you want to see it, you can go to my Twitter um, uh, back around Father's Day, mid-June, and you can see the photos of it. It, it was absolutely um, an amazing gift. So. Thank you again for that. And I didn't know that that was your favorite item. Um, I knew about the Palomalu helmet um, that I'm looking at right now. <laughs> I'm a Bengals fan. She's a Steelers fan. We are a house divided. That's for sure. So I, mean, I definitely have some of my own items that, that I love, you know, but um, being able to do that and, and take the kids to that exact spot, I, 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 I tried to explain it to them, and we listened to your prologue so that they understood it. Um, but for me, the moment they sat down on those steps was just... It, it, it was almost like I felt like I was going back into time as they sat there, knowing that you had sat right there on those steps. Um, it was just a really cool experience for me. Not to mention, your your boys think that I'm going to pull off the greatest crime ever. Uh, because as we were driving there, I had planned all this out. They had matching outfits on. So I was like, bring an extra shirt. You guys can't come home wearing the same thing. Dad will ask <laughs> questions. We stopped by your dad's house and dropped off my phone because I share my location with you. And I had taken an extra phone to take the photo with. Uh, so, you know, I, I thought out all those little things yeah. that, uh, the, the boys were like, man, you could pull off, like, the perfect crime. <laughs> I was like, oh, great. It is kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, they, it was it was an amazing gift. It was absolutely. I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll, I'll link the, um, I'll link a, that Twitter, the Twitter post where I, I shared the, the photos. I'll link that in the episode description when this is over. So, all right. So, one of my favorite things you've done for me, other than that Father's Day gift, which is by far the favorite thing uh, um, that you ever done for me. Uh, and in addition to the, when you bought the Troy Palomalu helmet, which I could have done without, but the, uh, <laughs> the field level tickets that we got to the Colts game uh, with that, that was awesome. Mm -hmm. And that was great. And I appreciated that uh, greatly. Um, but last year for Valentine's day, I think it was um, you surprised me with tickets and hotel rooms to the national in Atlantic city. So that was completely your idea. I had no idea it was coming. Uh, and we went together and I know I thoroughly enjoyed it, but I would like to get your take and, and have the, the, the listeners hear what you, someone who hasn't been collecting all your life, someone who's not a, a huge spender who buys a lot of stuff for yourself. What was your take and what was your opinion, uh, on the national? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, 
Man, I, I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. Um, I, I was fairly new into expecting that little one, so I was pretty sick at the beginning of it. Um, but I, I think it was ever, everything I expected and more to be fairly cliche there. Um, but I mean, just rows and rows and rows of cards, but really the memorabilia too. I think one of the things that probably stood out to me the most and, and almost maybe changed the way, um, I, I don't know if it changed the way I collect, um, but it definitely made me view cards a, diff a little differently and almost maybe brought our way of collecting a little closer, uh, was you were you know, on the hunt for some Ernie Banks cards and looking for Satchel Page, And, um, you know, I, I told you, I, I used to sit on the floor with the, the older cards, um, you know, 80s, 90s, and uh, sort those. But really looking at some of those vintage cards really got me excited. Um, some of those are my favorite just to look at. I'll find myself just scrolling through eBay, you know, looking at those now. Um, uh, you know, that was probably one of my favorite parts. Um, also that you and I went to a booth, just all, um, autograph, uh, baseballs and, um, for the most part, they had a couple other items as well, but, um, it was a husband and wife and no online presence, no brick and mortar store. All they do are go to these shows. <laughs> And they were so interesting just to stand and talk to. Um, and so that was really cool to me, too, just to see kind of that, um, you know, how partners can can be together in this hobby as well. You know, they support each other. They're retired. They're on the road doing this. Um, and, and that was, you know, all they needed. And um, so that was really cool for me to see. Um I'm, I'm excited to go back, honestly. Um, I, I think kind of given our lifestyle at the moment, I think you may go and I may keep the little one, um, at a, at the hotel, but heck, I'm happy to just go and even be close to it. Um, because, you know, another one of my favorite parts of it was we got to meet Hecker. Uh, we got to meet Gerald. We got to meet some of these guys that, uh, we had talked to. They're real people somewhere, um, but you actually got to meet them in person. And so that was really cool. Um, and even if I don't step foot into the national to go and meet the people, to go and, and see some of those people that I know have said are going this year. Um, I also met this one guy. Um, <laughs> I can't remember his name. Uh, I'll think of it. I promise. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Um, you know, <laughs> she's talking about, um, our, our good friend, Tony Shrek, uh, who, uh, had a huge faux pas. He, um, <laughs> he did not realize that when I introduced Jen, um, you know, my fiance, that she was the same at pointer Jen on Twitter that he interacted with all the time. He did not know that the person on Twitter who he was friends with was the same Jen who was my fiance. Uh, so it made for a uh, kind of a comical, a comical post in introduction um, 
event now, there. Now it's up. just become a running joke. So yeah, it, it's, it's, joke. It, it's fun. Um, I think uh, it was Hecker that said the other day is what's her name going yeah. uh, <laughs> and tagged both of us. So, but you know, you mentioned, uh, that couple and, you know, I told, um, Tim Virgilio last week that he, his booth was my favorite at, at the national. And I think it was simply because, you know, I knew who Tim was and I, I was getting to meet, you know, my, my friend from the hobby for a few years and I got to meet him in person and he did have all those Eric Davis autographs that were so, so affordable. So I did love that booth, but my second favorite booth was, was that couple. And, you know, you kind of mentioned it, they were partners in the hobby and, you know, last year was the 42nd national. And she told us, that it was their 40th consecutive national together. And that booth was, was amazing. I mean, it was so well laid out and they had such good products and she was just full of stories. You know, I was there to look for a Rod Carew ball and um, I saw the Rod Carew baseball and they were in alphabetical order and they were all stacked neatly. And it was just a, a beautiful booth. And I happened to look. And so, Right next to Carew, um, to the left was some bees, and there was a cool Papa Bell ball there. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's cool Papa Bell. You know, I, I need to get that for my friend Chad, who, who absolutely loves cool Papa Bell. And I started talking to the lady, and, you know, I was telling her why I wanted to get that ball. And she said, hold on a minute. And she went and she asked her husband where, you know, this box was, and he told her, and she came back with a watercolor painting of Cool Papa Bell that, that was hand-signed. And then on the back was the funeral announcement for when um, he passed away. And then she started telling us how her husband and Cool Papa Bell were really good friends. And her husband was a pallbearer. And she showed us her husband's name on the funeral announcement. And we talked to her for 10 or 15 minutes about that. And I was so intrigued. And she just had me wrapped um, in that story and she was such a lovely lady and i've been thinking that when we go back this year i want to find them again because they, they last year was their 40th year in a row i'm sure this year they'll be back again and i hope that i can get her to agree to talk to me just for a few minutes and and maybe um when i do my segment um, my show from the national um i might have a i hope to be able to get a segment with her on because she was just an amazing storyteller and such a cool lady. And, and I absolutely love that booth. Um, so, you know, and I did not buy the Rod Crew ball. I ended up buying that, uh, that cool Papa Bell autograph for, for my best friend, Chad. And, and then when we, uh, when we were leaving the show that day, um, this lady that you're listening to now reaches into her bag and, and pulls out the Rod Crew ball that she had gone back and got for me. She had told me she was going to the bathroom. And went back and got that ball. So uh, it was a win-win for me. I, I, I got my best friend, uh, one of the, probably the coolest memorabilia piece that he owns now. And then I ended up getting my ball anyway. So thank you, baby. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I, typically, if I tell you I'm going to the bathroom, I'm probably up to no good. <laughs> yeah. You, you are sneaky. I mean, if, if that's one thing people will, will get from, from this episode is, is how sneaky you can be for sure. For good so. reasons. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining at all. So, you know, we talked about partnerships and we talked you talked about the partnership uh, of that that wonderful couple at the National. Um, and, I, you know, I truly feel like we have a great partnership in this hobby and I, I feel blessed and I am lucky uh, to have such a supportive significant other who not only 
um, is okay with with my love of this hobby, but who is right there with me hand in hand and, and has joined in. But can you give us an idea of what it's like being the significant other of, I mean, I'm a downright baseball card degenerate. <laughs> I mean, so I'm sure there are other degenerates out there listening uh, who may appreciate your perspective on, on this, of what it's like when you walk into this room I'm in right now um, and you walk into to the den in there, um, just how, I don't want to say obsessed, but, but how much I truly devote to this hobby. Um, kind of what's that like from your perspective, seeing that from your side? The, the word that truly comes to mind for me is genuine. It's a genuine love that you have. Um, the, the PCs that you have, the things that you collect, it, it's not, it's not to flip it. It's not to, you know, make a ton of money. You just enjoy it. What you truly collect, you enjoy and um that makes me happy um I, i'm trying to steal, steal some space in that room uh so i can hang some of my stuff as well um glad you gave me a wall the shortest wall in there um but uh no i mean it it, it truly it does make me happy and I, I guess for me um you know now being a new mother as well like I'm excited to see, I'm anxious to, to support you through this podcast and and through your collection for you to be able to pass down something that genuine to our daughter, who's already shown quite an interest in sports at, you know, six months old. Um, She truly, I mean, she's a baseball fan. Um, She cries when commercials come on and, uh, she enjoys your podcast. Um, so, you know, one of the first things that, that we got for her was from Jimmy's shop. We were excited to take her to his shop together. I'm excited for her to want to go to the local card shop with daddy. Um, and I don't think that there's enough of that genuineness in this world anymore. It's, you know, you you see parents that in order to connect with their kids, they've got to, you know, do video games or, you know, maybe it's, it's even going to games, but that gets expensive, you know? So just being able to sit there and I can just, in my head, I picture her, you know, when she's old enough sitting on the floor with you and looking through cards. And, um, I, I think some of those things, you know, while that's kind of that, that newer image that's in my head, I really look forward to those things because it's something that's, yeah, you say frequently takes you back to a simpler time. Um, you know, I, I want, I would love to see her sit and learn math by looking at the back of cards and, you know, learning her colors off of baseball cards like that would be awesome to me um I I just I I I don't know it's I'm rambling at this point but uh you know it's I'm not uh I I enjoy it and I enjoy it for the people um and the great people that are part of the hobby um 
but just how simple it can be. Uh, we, we see oftentimes where it's not, you know, that, um, you know, when you're trying to do it to make a profit, sometimes it, you lose that. But that's something that I always want to be a part of our household is just that simple love for the hobby and for the people and connecting her with um, good people that promote positivity. Yeah. Absolutely. I could not agree. I could not agree more. And I, I appreciate, and I appreciate your perspective on that. And I, I appreciate your support. You know, you've supported, you've supported me in this hobby. You've supported me in this crazy idea for a podcast. And, um, you know, I, I, I want to thank you, you know, for coming on. I've wanted to ask you to be on here since I started this, but, you know, um, I didn't know if you would want to do it and I didn't want you to feel pressured to do it. Um, you know, just, it was last week we were talking and, you know, I kind of mentioned how I'd like for you to be on. And you immediately said, yeah, I'll do it. And just that kind of support and that kind of um, unwavering uh, support uh, is just is amazing. And I am I am truly blessed. So I want to thank you for that. I want to thank you for, you know, your sneaky surprises and your, your support and for agreeing to come on here and just for everything that you do. So um, I, I'm just I'm truly blessed. So. Um, I think that, that probably is a good place to end this on. Um, I, I've, I say this to everybody, but you know, I mean it with you. I've truly enjoyed this conversation. I actually learned something and that's so crazy that we're engaged and we've known each other for so long. And even during this conversation, I learned a little bit about you and I hope that the people out there listening, uh, enjoyed learning about you too. And I'm sure that they can easily see and understand um, why I love you so very much. So um, I want to thank you again uh, for being on here with me tonight. My pleasure. I, I, you frequently have me or, or ask me if I want to listen early and I'm like, nope, I can't wait till they come out on Monday mornings. Uh, I, I like to be one of the first listeners and, uh, they truly calm her in the car, so that's why we listen over and over sometimes. Uh, hearing Daddy's voice makes her happy, um, but it, it's nice to be on this side of it, and hopefully this episode is as calming to her as the others, or I'm going to be offended. Yeah, oh, I think it will be doubly. <laughs> du doubly. This one might might get put on, on repeat for sure. So, well, thank you again. Um, I can't say it enough how much I appreciate you, and I appreciate you, the listener. Thank you for coming back and listening to yet another episode with us. And I'll be back next week with another new guest. And I hope you will be as well. Until then, this is Che wishing you happy collecting. <laughs>